0: Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, guys. We are recording on Zencaster again. Brian is not in the same room with us. I'm not
1: sad, sad and I don't like it.
0: I know. That I sucks. Know. We don't like it, But that. it's probably good because I just took my pants off. And again. And so I'm sitting here next to Tara with my dick hanging out.
1: I mean, that would have happened whether or not I was there, so.
0: That's right. And so then Tara would have had two dicks hanging out, which this is not her first time at that rodeo. Hey. I'm a pro.
1: You and me both, baby.
0: <laughs> she is. She's a pro at the dick show. <laughs> Are you and Brian? Brian is our special guest. Y'all know him. If you don't know him, go back and listen to some shit.
1: I was going to say, if you don't know me, you've clearly not listened to the podcast all the way through, because I've been on twice.
0: Go back and listen to
2: Daddy Stag.
1: Three times. I've been on three times, four times. Math is hard, y'all.
2: You're on four episodes. Yeah.
1: I am in four episodes. Hold on. We got Puffs, we got Daddy Stag, the next one, and we got the floor. So this is my fifth.
0: This is five, but then also the last episode where you read Tara's Thing.
1: Oh my God. And like that hasn't even happened yet, but it has happened. Oh my God. It's like a time paradox.
0: The time paradox. Yes. We're good at those. Exactly. Also, in case you didn't know, Listeners, Brian is the Alexis Rose to my David Rose.
1: (laughs) I love that journey for me.
0: Wearing a big floppy hat right now.
1: Oh, I do. Hold on.
0: Oh, okay. Before this, he put on a fashion show with all of his beautiful Christmas sweaters and stuff.
2: Wonderful work.
0: So now he's going to go get a floppy hat. Oh, my God. I don't
1: have a floppy hat to wear, but I do have this.
0: Oh, I have a David Rose one at all. Oh, my God. I love them. Wait, which David Rose do you have?
1: I have this one.
0: Oh, that's the one I don't have. I have the one where he's in the like field with a rake.
1: That's the one I won.
0: So we had said at some point, maybe this season, I don't know, time is weird. About like, what if we did like a shit's creek podcast? Where we put them in their houses mm-hmm. sort them in their houses. Oh my god, yes. So, we already kind of had some off camera discussions about that. Yes. But maybe something coming, and not, not just Shit's Creek, but like people from other fandoms and whatnot. So,
2: we are going to do that on In Death. I'm going to sort them into their Hogwarts house. Oh, that's a special In Death yes. episode happening sometime in the future. I like it. Yes. So, what else have you been up to, Brian?
1: Oh, uh, you know, just living the COVID dream of not going places and not doing things.
0: That is terrible. <laughs> But it's also my life, too, so we have terrible lives. Yeah, you
2: both are working from home.
0: I say that as I eat my toast.
1: (laughs) So you know how we got, like, a ton of snow the other day?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, you know, I'm out in the parking lot, and all the cars are covered in snow. And then yesterday, most of the snow had melted, and I looked out in the parking lot, and you could see, like, there was no snow on any of the cars, except mine, because mine was the only one that hadn't left in days.
0: That's kind of amazing. She'll be working from home. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Today we are going to be t- discussing chapter 16 The, the Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Fire.
1: Oh my God, that's like the name of the book.
0: What happened in the last
2: chapter? Hold on. Let me swallow this mozzarella stick. <laughs>
0: This mozzarella's
2: dick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick winner, loser of last chapter, which is bobaton and Durmstrang. The winner of the chapter, this is a terrible reason, is Harry for being able to fight off the imperious curse. It's kind of like a cop out, but there's no like clear winner, so Madame I'll give us Harry, Madam Maxime for existing. Yeah, the loser of the chapter is Ludo Bagman. That's a joke. The loser of the chapter is Draco Malfoy for trying to be an asshole and not being able to get that dig in because Hagrid owns him.
1: Wait, he couldn't get that dick in?
2: <laughs> the joys of doing
0: this virtually. The dig in, but yes, I appreciate also- <laughs> See, when we have somebody else on this
1: You know I would have said that no matter what.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, hey, if, whenever there's somebody else on this show that can make dick jokes other than me, I get to, like, lay back a little bit and, like, make about half the dick jokes that I already
2: would. I don't get to make the dick jokes. <laughs> We're just being poor taste, since mine's the biggest.
0: Okay, so <laughs> do you have a thing to read? <laughs> when you're reading that thing, I might go drink your whiskey. Where's your whiskey?
1: <laughs> oh, um, no. you have to be here to hear it, Adam.
0: I mean, I can hear. Tara, you need to, like, project your voice. Tara's gone. Bye, Tara. Tara gone. Terragon is a spice, I think.
1: Isn't like a book?
0: Oh, it does sound like, oh my God. All I have is crown apple. That's okay.
1: Okay, so I haven't been drinking for like three weeks now, and it really hasn't even been that much of a struggle for me because I don't really drink all that much anyways. However, yesterday was a challenge when I was at Target and found that they had coffee PBR, which I don't know if you've had that. Yes. It is amazing
0: so good. The face you made. Tara's very good.
1: Let me just say, I don't care for PBR, and, like, I'm not a really big coffee person, but, oh, my God, this tastes like chocolate milk.
2: It's so good. Listen, I'm proud of you for not drinking, but we're going to have to reestablish this relationship. I'm not. Because drinking is part of how I have relationships with people. I'm not, I say- They have to drink alcohol in order to handle me because I'm too much.
0: I say I'm not as I can't open this. What the hell did you do this bottle? Wow.
2: I think- I was going to say, if
0: you were about to be like, boop, I would have been like, whoa, somebody's like working out their hand a lot. I say to our listeners as I'm making the jack off motion- there we go. She, put, she had to put it in her coochie, and her coochie did it. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some ice. Read the thing. I'll be- <laughs> Brian,
2: where are you going? I need more tea. Brian just left. <laughs> Brian's like, no, bye. He went to go get more tea. Okay, I'm going to read this summary. I'm going to read this thing. Whew, ready? Here we go.
1: Can Adam hear it? I want him to hear it
2: the are you coming? I can hear you. Okay. Goff summary. So it says, "What it's crown apple. Okay. I know. At first it smelled like syrup. Well, it is crown apple. So maybe. That's, that's okay. Don't sit on your stuff. <laughs> Don't tell me what to sit on. <laughs> I'm not that kind of lady. Don't okay? tell me what not to sit on. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Goff summary. Ron immediately starts fangirling over cum. I mean crumb along with a bunch of other girls and let's face it boys too ron gets pouty when come i mean from decides to sit with the Slytherins instead of him and instantly becomes jealous of Malfoy. He also starts imagining where crum I mean Crom is going to sleep, dreaming that he'll come to sleep with him. Dumbledore gives his annual Enjoy your food before I talk about what dangerous shit is going to happen this year speech. Everyone stuffs their face with the food prepared for them by the elfish slave. Flower Delcour, <laughs> the hot French blonde, comes over to the trio to steal their food and Ron's wand gives her its full attention from inside his pants. As she leaves... He mentions that she is a Vila. Several of the boys, and let's face it, girls, stare at Flower as she walks away. There's so much sexual tension this year. After dinner, he introduces Ludo Bagman. and crouch so they can introduce the rules of the Wizard Tournament. He explains that there will be three challenges for the champions to complete, and they will be dangerous. But don't worry, not dangerous to require a permission slip from a parent or guardian, unlike going to the nearby village to buy candy and shit. Champions will be chosen by the Goblet of Fire! Get it? Like the name of the book. He reveals the Goblet of Fire and it is flaming. Flaming more than Brian and Adam at a Celine Dion-themed brunch.
0: I don't really care for Celine that much, but... Get out. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Sade gay.
2: Uh, interested students must put their name in school into the goblet to be considered and the winners will be chosen on halloween because you know that's when shit goes on every year d reminds everyone how dangerous this is going to be but again your parents do not need to be okay with it as the Durmstrang students get, in, get ready to head back to their ship parker gives harry an evil look of evil because harry doesn't get enough of those looks The next morning, everyone gossips about who has-hasn't put the meal in the Flamer Cup yet, not to be confused with the Flamer Bowl, a.k.a. Adam's Toilet. Oh my god! Hold on! Pause everything! (laughs) Come up this shit! What the fuck is
0: going on in here on this day? Excuse (laughs) me!
2: (laughs) Whatever. Fred, George, and Lee enter having taken an aging potion to try to trick the Flamer Cup. They step over the line and immediately get thrown back and suddenly become insta daddies. No complaints here. Didor comes in and is like, Ha ha, bitch, you think you can fool me? It takes time to reach daddy status. The trio decide to go visit Hagrid, who could really use the queer eye guys to help after attempting to dress himself up to impress Madame Maxipad. Hermione (laughs) tries (laughs) to shove speed on Hagrid's throat a well, little gross. And Hagrid's basically like, well, no. Now it was time to reveal the champions. For Durmstrang, um, I mean Chrome. For Bobaton, Flower Delcor. And for Hogwarts, Cedric motherfucking Diggory. That's right, a Hufflepuff. Now it was time to get started with, oh shit, hold on. Uh, we've got another name coming out of the Flamer Cup because Hufflepuff doesn't deserve happiness, I guess. D-Door reveals the fourth name. Yes, it's Harry.
0: We pronounce d door Dumbledore from now on. But we also, from <laughs> now like on, you. also pronounce crumb as cum. I mean crumb. <laughs> Period. Well done. Yep. That's why you write a funny thing, Tara. Do you see this? Do you hear this? They know. He's, 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 he's heard. He know this. i am made fun of you. He read it. He thought it was good. It Maybe. was good.
1: I'm especially proud of Madame
2: Maxipad. Madam Maxipad. Madam
0: Maxipad is Quen. How dare you? So as Brian aptly pointed out in his thing, Ron wants to sleep with Victor. Come, I mean, Crumb. He does.
1: Oh, he absolutely wants come. I mean, Crumb.
0: He can't stop talking about come. I mean, Crumb. <laughs> what do you have to say about this, Tara?
2: I mean, I got to say all the things about Come I Mean Crumb.
0: During this time, beyond one obvious on Come I Mean Crumb, the other thing I noticed is that Hermione just really does not care for the French. No! She's just like, no one's asking him to stay, bitch. Like, she <laughs> What bouillabaisse is, but she is just like, excuse me, who is this blonde French hoe up in my grill? And it ends up being the part villa and then she gets even more angry.
2: Yeah, Hermione is just crabby right now. Mm-hmm. Speaking
0: of bouillabaisse, I'm not a big fan of seafood. Is that what bouillabaisse is? Yeah. yeah, it's like a seafood stew. It's kind of like clam chowder, but more French.
1: Is that not the little cubes that you put into like broth and stuff?
0: That's bouillon. Oh. Or bouillon if you're if you're American.
2: <laughs> if you're not able to do the accent like I am not.
1: It kind of sounds like bouillabasic. basic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> boya basic. That's right.
0: Speaking of boya basic, Ron is like, I don't want to eat your fish stew. I mean he says that now, but later yeah. on he's like, yeah, he's like I'm like, I would like to eat your fish stew if you know what I mean. I would
1: like all of your fish stew.
0: But he is eating black pudding, which <laughs> I would almost prefer the boya base. Do you guys know what black pudding is?
1: No, but isn't it very British?
0: Yes. Black pudding is made from blood. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's nasty. Yeah. Uh, Brian is making like sus- uh, suspect su- I can't hang with the, all the gen Zs, the, uh, that like emoji with the two big eyes in the mouth that's the vase that he made yeah that one yeah he's eating black pudding which is fucking disgusting as well so he has nothing to talk about in in my opinion and then the disgusting sausages just continue rolling in because that's when bagman and crouch appear
2: we all know how much i love bagman and crouch
0: tara loves ludo bagman brian
2: where Ludo Bagman is great, he doesn't do shit on this. I chapter. said
0: that was sarcasm. She she made him lose the chapter once, and I'm like, I don't understand.
2: But I never am allowed to argue with him about his points. No. He's only allowed to argue with me about winner loser. You
0: have actually convinced me to give people points in the past. I didn't do that on purpose. Well, the point stands that you have, in fact, sort of argued with me in points, but I agreed with you.
2: No, I think Ludo Bagman is just fine in this chapter.
1: You mean Ludo douchebagman?
2: Yeah, Ludo
0: douchebagman. Why have we not come up with that yet?
1: How have you not thought of that already?
0: You did rhyme for it, clearly. (laughs) But Crouch is also there. Barty Crotch. I mean, we could have gone that way. Why haven't we done that either? So they're back to examine the tasks to make sure that they work. And I was like, first of all, really? Like, they're the ones who have to determine if these tasks are fair or safe or whatever? And I don't have a lot of confidence in that.
2: I don't either, because... Bagman is a mess, and Crouch is distracted, so...
1: Bagman definitely just seems like a typical straight sportsman, so like I'm kind of turned on by it, but I hate it at the same time. And then Barty Crouch is definitely a closeted gay man who's homophobic, Um, so I can say I'm a fan of him.
0: That is actually pretty That's great. Also, do you have that tiny microphone that that one TikTok bitch uses to interview pets at the vet?
1: Absolutely, I do.
0: (laughs) That is wonderful. The listeners really are missing out on a lot in this episode from what we're seeing. So as they are actually talking about the details of the Triwizard Tournament, they finally reveal who the impartial judge is. And it is the Goblet of Fire. It's a flaming cup. The flame cup. Thank God it's not the flaming bowl. Although I will say, Ryan, that was a little bit spot on because I do like myself some flaming hot Cheetos. But the day (laughs) after I eat them, it's... (laughs) Not a pretty. And then it says that, like, it's a binding agreement if the cup chooses your name. Now, what actually does happen if you back out? What do you think?
1: I was thinking that, too. I was also thinking, you know, just with Harry being the chosen one. And they're like, well, he has to do it. It's this binding contract. And in my head, I'm like, or what?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That is the question of the book. Or what?
1: Like, they didn't seem to even question it.
2: Like You have to do it.
1: Well, he's got to do it. He's screwed. Sucks to be him. Sucks to be this 14-year-old boy. Good thing he doesn't have parents to care about it.
0: When we were watching the movie, when it does spit that out, I was like, the Triwizard... Not the Triwizard. There are a lot of cups in this book. There the, are a lot of cups <laughs> in this book. The God of the Fire is like, Triwizard tournament, my ass. This is a like quadruple wizard tournament now. But yeah, what is keeping him from just being like, you know what, I'm good. I just want a normal year. Thank you very much.
1: But yeah, but Dumbledore's is like... You might die, but you're doing it.
2: There's like so many holes in this right here. Yeah, there are. Like Tara said earlier today. With- <laughs> also, shut up. <laughs> the all of the fire comes in a casket and that's disturbing. And yeah. Harry's like, the what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's true. What the fuck is going on here?
0: And like, obviously we aren't to the movie yet, but I need to say this now or I'm going to forget it. In the movie, it comes in, like, this golden tower that looks like a bunch of intricate boxes. And, like, that's one place where, like, the movie completely, like, pulled out all the stops and was like, we ain't doing a fucking casket.
1: i was perfectly fine with the fact that it wasn't in a casket.
2: He calls it a casket, and then it says that Filch... Phil- because, of course, Filch brings it in because everyone else can do magic. He approaches Dumbledore carrying a great wooden chest encrusted with jewels. It looked extremely old. And that is not what happens in the movie. No, not at all. It is a casket, apparently, encrusted with jewels that we're making the guy who can't do magic carry into the great
0: <laughs> During this time, too, not just during this time, but there's been a lot of buildup up to this point of folks like, the twins, Lee Jordan talking about trying to still make it work despite the rule that no student under 17 can participate. There is a little bit of like thought that I think Harry has where he wonders how angry Dumbledore, I'm sorry, Dumbledore would be if somebody went against those rules. And I was like, well... We will soon find that out mm-hmm. in the movie at the very least. <laughs> but that's important from what happens later. At this point, it's just more so the option. And then everyone vacates the Great Hall. Everyone goes ahead and goes back to their sleeping quarters. But I do want to point out that Igor Karkaroff is like, Hey, crumb, I mean, come. Would you
2: like some more mulled wine? Oh my god. And this other student. Yep, you know, I yep. want some wine. He's like, No, fuck you. You
1: did i ask you
2: i didn't ask you
0: for if you wanted wine bitch excuse me we are all poliakoff give poliakoff his fucking wine
2: <laughs>
0: and they were like he had like a stain on his shirt or something
2: again we are all poliakoff <laughs> i have never related to a character so much in this entire series that's right
0: <laughs> justice for poliakoff <laughs> give him the fucking mold wine Then again, when people are leaving and talking about like, oh, who's going to put their name in the the goblet of fire? There's more digging on Diggory. And we had talked about this in the last episode, Brian, but like people keep talking about Cedric, like he is not good enough or that, oh, he's just handsome. He has no substance. And it kind of is surprising to me that people are doing that so much, Mm -hmm. especially about a character that we don't really know quite as much about, you know?
1: People are often surprised to find that us Hufflepuffs are more than just our good looks and our very sexy bodies. We're more than that.
0: They're very good finders. So then this is where all of the uh, Boba Tom and Dermstrings. <laughs> you so you just
2: came here with was like, are those Adam's pants on the floor? Sure are. <laughs> I was like, have you change the green shorts? I
0: was like, oh, no. just it. kick them right off. This is just
2: how we record a podcast. This is my house <laughs> now.
0: Everyone goes back to their sleeping quarters. <laughs> So there's this whole thing of like, oh, I wonder where they're going to be sleeping. And it's like, well, he found out later when he found out that they just went right back to the carriage. And I was like, where else did you think that they would go? Yeah. Especially when they had the tents from the Quidditch World Cup a couple chapters ago where they can go in and then it's like this expanded tent.
1: They have TARDIS tents.
0: TARDIS tents. They do TARDIS carriage
1: you're on the other
0: side. 'Cause obviously like Dermstrang, there's enough people to sleep on that boat, I would assume.
2: Oh yeah. That boat's cool.
0: But also wouldn't it suck to constantly have to like go back to Hagrid's hut, get in this fucking carriage? Like couldn't Hogwarts have found like some space for everyone to sleep, like Room of Requirement?
2: I'm sure they could have, but they probably were just like comfortable going to their space. Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Then again, you're like on vacation, (laughs) don't you want to stay in like a hotel? They could have made like the Room of Crime into this beautiful hotel.
2: That's true. Well, we don't know what the inside of the the ship looks like when they're at Durmstrang. They're not staying on the ship there; they're staying in their castle. What
0: if the ship is Durmstrang, and what (laughs)
2: Durmstrang doesn't actually have a Special location, exactly. once.
0: and the carriage is Bobaton, <laughs> and that's why nobody knows where it's located because it travels around.
2: Mm. Honestly, all these other magical schools are doing way better than Hogwarts.
0: Hogwarts, it just looks like ruins.
2: Hogwarts is a mess.
0: Bobaton, and Durmstrang, you move around. What happens next? Well,
2: Angelina puts in for the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I'm that's right. Fire,
0: Queen Angelina.
2: She's amazing.
0: We love Angelina here at the Basic Niche's Compound, Brian.
1: Yes. I would
2: agree with that. It's great because, you know, after Cedric gets chosen, the school kind of rallies around him. Minus the, like, three people who are rallying around Harry. But I like how the Gryffindors are rallying for Angelina. just like how everyone gets excited about it. And for the most part, the underclassmen are just like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, the
0: whole, like, kind of teamwork.
2: Mm -hmm. The team mentality. Yeah,
0: team mentality. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, that is really great. This is also where Lee and the twins try to overstep the age line. And I really, really enjoy how this is done. I love it. They take the potion. They all kind of step over. I don't think they even really get a chance to put their name in. They just automatically grow the beards and are kind of blown outside the age line. And they kind of just laugh about it. And even Dumbledore is like right there. And he's just, Mm, you thought you could get past my age line? Well, go talk to the other hoes in the hospital when you tried this already.
2: Yeah, I think that's great that he also mentions that there are other people that tried to do it.
1: I was thinking about this when I was reading about how this age potion works. Because in my mind, like, I feel like the age potion would really be more to, like, make you look older. I don't know what they were thinking as far as how this was going to work when they needed to be, like, a few months older. Are you thinking it's going to, like, change your birthday or something? Because even magic doesn't work like that. How to look a few months older. Fred and George are smart. This was not smart.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. The freaking age line isn't going to necessarily care so much about your looks rather than like the DNA encoded into your body. I mean, we're seeing magic and science here, I get. But like, there's probably some science to do with magic, right?
2: I would imagine.
0: Yeah, it is kind of weird that they would think that this would work when you really think about it deeply like that.
2: I do love that, though. They, yeah, so they start, like, dropping the names of everyone who puts their names in. Obviously, we've talked about Cedric and Angelina. Supposedly, Orrington from Slytherin, who Dean tells Harry, he's that big bloke from Slytherin who looks like a sloth. Is I guess, kind of rude, but maybe he does. I don't know. There's nothing rude about looking like a sloth. I don't know. And then that's when they're being rude about Cedric. Mm-hmm. He's, like, pretty boy-diggery. What did Cedric do to, like, deserve all this animosity? It was
1: a Hufflepuff, that's what.
2: It's because Hufflepuff beat Gryffindor last year in a Quidditch match because sports. (laughs) Fucking annoying.
1: Because Hufflepuff is better and people are jealous of us.
2: Well, and in that case, I'm not
0: saying that Hufflepuff isn't great, but that's when he fell out of the sky with all of the sheets with the hole. Cedric even was like asking for a rematch or like something in that case.
2: Because Cedric's a good guy and he deserves to not be spoken about like this. Yeah.
1: Right. He's an honest person, because he's a Hufflepuff, and he doesn't want to win that way.
2: Right.
0: Now that you say that, it's kind of funny that in this way he, like, wins fairly. You know, he puts his name in, the cup selects him, and then fucking Harry's name has to get chosen as well, which, of course, is what happens at the very end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you doing?
1: I'm getting really hot.
2: Taking off his sweater, <laughs> just like you took off your pants. What I'm are gonna- you going to take off? My glasses. Wow. Sexy.
1: <laughs> Yum.
2: Mm. oh my god you, don't know what <laughs> you all don't want me to take anything off it's fine Nom nom for us David <laughs> here I took my hair tie out no you got some hair toss oh my god whip that
0: hair bitch that's <laughs> not something <else laughs> she says <said, laughs> <but. laughs> so yeah then they pick the names out of the fucking cup and guess what the tri are tournament heroes or champions or whatever the fuck they're called it's Victor Cunningham, Fleur Delacour, and Cedric. Like, we hadn't received any of that buildup to this movie. Yeah, they're pretty obvious, all of them. And then all of a sudden the cup is like, uh, excuse me, did I stutter, Bit And starts flaming up again and spits out a fourth name. And that name is Angelina Johnson.
1: If only Angelina would have won.
0: She would have. She totally would have. Are you kidding me? I could see this whole book going the same way except Harry can kind of lay back and be like, I'm good, just normal time. I'm just mm-hmm. going to fuck up my divination homework all year. Angelina and Cedric get to the end. They're like, we got this for Hogwarts. They go to the fucking thing. Angelina's like, Cedric, get on my back. Boom, we get back, no one dies. <laughs> That's spoilers for the end. For all of you listeners who don't know how the end of this book transpires.
2: So yeah, that
0: happens. Any other thoughts on the book?
1: Well, in regards to the chapter, there's also the bit about them going to Hagrid's and Hagrid trying to dress himself up and not do it's so great Precious. so
0: i completely forgot about this i'm I kind didn't. of surprised that you you were just flying
2: along i figured like i know that. i didn't
0: have any in. you interrupt me please you interrupt me all the time no matter what that's not a bad thing you should interrupt me
2: okay we have this on recording guys he
0: said i should interrupt him unless you drank enough that you want to fuck that car whoa the ford angler oh are we still doing buck mary kill we yes. sure are we're not there yet because we definitely <laughs> need to talk we definitely need to talk though about this moment with hagrid oh, Aww. I go based on what's in my notes. I didn't have this in my notes. Take it away, Brian. What happens with Hagrid?
1: Well, they go down to visit Hagrid, and Hermione is all, "I'm going to go spew down his throat," because <laughs> you know she's got to get everyone on her little side quest.
2: Side quest. Side quest. That's she was a side quest.
1: And they get there and start talking and, and then Hagrid shows up looking like a hot ass mess. But like not even like the hot ass mess Haggard that we're used to.
0: He's trying to look yeah. fly for that he's, tall lady. He's a mess. So I didn't actually say this in the last episode, but in the movie of the last episode, he's got those like plank things, those like things that are like, I don't know what they're called. The thing that people use, controllers
2: use. Yeah,
0: but they're like round boards. They look like cheese boards.
2: They look like paddle ball paddle
0: yes yes they're the size of cheese boards i like cheese okay uh, yes we not like paddle board or whatever the fuck you just said cheese boards bitch he's like waving in the carriage and stuff later he's like hey madam maxine coming over i'm gonna paddle your ass with one of these things because he wants to get with that lady okay
1: he wants that madam maxi pad
0: that's right he has got a big old come on there's gotta be puns here hold on <laughs> Here we go. Mm, he wants to blast and her screw. No, that's not good. Come on, <laughs> help me out. No, I'm good.
1: He wants to take care of her magical creatures.
0: Yeah, he wants to get his hands on her hippogriffs. No, that's <laughs> bad too. Come on. <laughs> what else? There's got to be more. He wants those big old lady lips on his flower worm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one worked. <laughs> I think you broke Brian. That's why I think it
2: worked.
1: that lava worm mucus.
0: Ripping down her
2: giant-ass chin. What the fuck? Yes, God. honey. <laughs> Brian, what else were you going to say?
1: I have no idea.
2: He's broken. Guys, Hagrid wants
0: to fuck Madame Maxine. That's what we're getting at. But it is also, I think, important the conversation that he does have with Hermione here. At this point, Hermione has heard about how house elves operate. From so many other people. Weatherby, is that what his name is? Weatherby. I can't even remember what Barty Crouch calls Percy, but that motherfucker, through Arthur, through Ron. Through the twins, there's a moment where the twins even say like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Where the twins are like, well, we've been down to the kitchens and they like it. They're happy down there. Something feels different when Hagrid says it to me. You know, he's hmm. the professor for magical creatures. He knows what he's talking about. That- I
2: trust Hagrid almost um, more yeah. than the Weasleys, who don't actually know what it's like to have a house elf. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: I've got it.
1: He wants to tame her horn tail.
2: Fuck, Mary kill. There we go.
0: Like I said earlier, there are a lot of cups in this book. <laughs> so we're going to be fucking some cups.
1: As long as it's not like two girls and a cup, we're good.
0: Oh, no, 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 Aww. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Ain't nobody shitting in one of these cups. You better not. Fuck Mary Kill, the Tri Cup, the Quidditch World Cup, the Goblet of Fire, and we have a new twist to Fuck Mary Kill this week. Because we have a Hufflepuff with us, you get to. Substitute in any of those cups with Helga Hufflepuff's cup. That's a nice
1: cup. Wait, am I going first?
0: Yes! Oh,
1: fuck me. All right. I'm going to say (laughs) kill the Quidditch World Cup um, because fuck sports. I'm going to marry the Hufflepuff cup because it's a Hufflepuff cup. So you know that it's full of Mm -hmm. the values and make Hufflepuff. And that's what I want in a husband.
0: Wait, what is it filled with? Because I said semen is a joke.
1: Loyalty and virtue.
0: Oh man, now I feel like a real Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Although, can I just interject in the middle? I know we're in the middle of Fuck, Mary Kill, but have you seen this thing now on TikTok, since you're more tiktok than any of us here, where Slytherins have like a Hufflepuff? I like that. That means that Ravenclaws have to deal with these motherfuckers over here.
1: I love the Slytherin-Hufflepuff relationships.
0: Yeah, I like that too. Me
2: too. The I'm a jealous Gryffindor who's almost a Hufflepuff.
1: See, it's almost harder to do this when the secret fourth option. Then I have to move one to just leave out completely. So, do I want to fuck the Tri-Wizard Cup? Oh, yep, that's what I'm gonna fuck the Tri-Wizard Cup because that means that there's probably three wizards. So, like, hell yeah, foursome. Let's do it.
0: Hmm. And so then you're abandoning the goblet of fire.
1: I'm abandoning the Goblet of Fire because, fuck you, it claims to be a contract that's legally binding, and I don't like that.
2: I like that logic. What says you, almost
0: um, Hufflepuff?
2: I'm an almost Hufflepuff, but I feel that I'm just not worthy to be close to the Hufflepuff Cup. So I'm going to not include that in my ah. Especially since ultimately, the Hufflepuff Cup is destroyed by Gryffindor. So obviously, it's actually destroyed by fucking Voldemort first, but still. So I'm going to kill the Quidditch World Cup because I don't give a shit. I'm going to fuck the Goblet of Fire.
0: Because it's uh, also the name of a vagina. We've talked about this already. Oh my God. Chamber of <laughs> Secrets. Deathly Hallows. Goblet of Fire. Prisoner of Azkaban? <laughs> Maybe. Or
2: you <of> <laughs> The half-blood, half-blood prince?
0: <laughs> Full-blood prince. But only once a month for a week or something. I don't know how lady parts Get work. Get the
2: fuck out. How... <laughs> how- Nope, we're not having nope. this conversation. I right know, here. that's why I stopped. I was like, nope, we're not talking about that. And I'm gonna marry the Triwizard Wizard Cup. Cool. Just cause it looks really cool, especially in the fucking movie.
1: Plus, bonus points. You got the sorcerer's stones.
0: Oh, the sorcerer's <laughs> titty stones. The sorcerer's. the sorcerer's. the sorcerer's stones. Like. That's, that was a joint. That, yeah. I'm telling it for the listeners who can't see me. The listeners. <laughs> Listeners, you are missing out a lot on this. I,
1: Adam's basically naked at this point. You guys are missing it all.
0: That's right, baby. I feel like... I'm not missing anything. This episode is going to be a pain in the ass to edit, but it's also going to be very entertaining. I think. All right. I am going to abandon the Quidditch World Cup because they don't even deserve to get killed. I'm like, that's shit's boring. However, I'm going to kill the Goblet of Fire because it came in a casket already. So, fuck that. I'm going to marry the Hufflepuff Cup because I don't care if I'm not even, like, second place Hufflepuff. That is, like, it's the cup of the earth. Like, it's like a cornucopia of, like, abundance.
2: What's the best?
0: I want to marry that fucking cup! And so I'm going to fuck the Triwizard Tournament Cup. Oh. So that's my reason. I like it.
1: Do you have a good reason for the Triwizard Cup?
0: It's the one left over. And I feel like the Goblet of Fire deserves to die.
1: Is it not because you want a foursome with wizards?
0: Oh, well. Movie time? Movie! <laughs> Do we not want to talk about our
1: sex lives more?
0: Well, let me see here. What other details?
2: going to have another drink of whiskey out of a wine glass.
0: I drank most of that wine, too.
2: You did? So let's talk
0: about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about this movie. We already talked about a portion of this movie in a previous episode where Beaubaton and Durmstrang walk through the Great Hall... Because that happens technically when they should be having a sorting ceremony. Who cares about It happened
2: in the last chapter, too.
0: Oh, yeah. And in the last chapter. Who cares about Dennis Creevy? Fuck that guy. He got killed by the the squid, AKA me. We already handled that. However, I think it still goes, bears repeating that I hate the dance that the Bobaton bitches do. It's been a minute since mentioned that. Yes. I mentioned it like 10 times. You guys
1: may have already talked about this, but it's also just stupid that the movie gendered the different schools. Thomas is all female and Durmstrang is all male. Dumb.
2: So dumb. So in this chapter, the part that's in the movie is obviously the announcement of who the champions are. But first, you get to see people put in their names. It's so interesting to see how all of it comes together. Do they even show Fleur putting in her name in they the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. No, because they're like, fuck this bitch.
0: I just realized that everything that I said already happened in the last chapter, not this chapter. That's okay. I apologize.
2: It's all good.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah, do not share Fleur at all. And uh, it's
2: like this moment of like wonder when Victor Crumb comes in and puts his amazing. name in. I'm sorry, when from comes in and puts his name in the Goblet of Fire... And it's like, everyone is staring at, of course he's putting his name in the Goblet of Fire. Why the fuck is he there if he's not? Yeah.
1: Did any of the people from the other schools who came not put their name in there?
0: I can almost see Igor Karkaroff being like, everybody, this is my like golden child. Do not put your name in the book up or I will fuck you up. Because in the entire chapter and even in the movie, you can kind of tell like he's teacher's pet. The golden one, the favorite of Durmstrang.
2: So the students from the other school are all 17. Like on purpose, they're bringing children who are of age.
1: I'm sure that the other people from Durmstrang did put their names in. You know who I bet was not allowed to put their name in?
0: Poliakov.
1: Poliakov.
2: That poor kid. Oh, justice for...
1: You know he was about to do it, and Garkaroff was like,
0: not you!
2: Like, you disgusting boy, you suck. I just feel bad for him. I bet he's a great guy.
0: I do too. Poliakoff is like my hero of this chapter, personally.
2: Again, I've never related more to a character in this series. I think I agree.
0: After one line... I think that we can call it quits here. Basically, this is over. We found it. We found what we've come here for. Uh, I
2: would like some wine, <laughs> Professor.
0: No, you are unworthy, you <laughs> stupid, ugly bitch. You have mustard on your shirt, and you are very bad. <laughs> the cut scene from Cuffs, that should have happened, but uh, definitely didn't. In the movie, can we also talk about how, like, when Victor Crumb does come in, like, everybody stop. I am here. He breaks up a fucking fight between two twin brothers who have beards on. When I was watching this, I was like, it really is that moment in like the main hallway of your high school where two like really, really nasty bitches are getting in a fight and they're pulling hair and stuff. That's what it made me think of because everybody does stand up and they're like, fight, fight, fight. And you know who has had enough of this? Hermione. She sits down and she- I'm going to read this book. I ain't got to worry about elves and shit. Hermione is over everything this whole goddamn movie.
1: Hermione is aware of how ridiculous it is that they are having this threatening competition.
0: Because she's the best. Even prior to that, when the twins come in and they're like, we got the potion. Hermione's like, it's not going to work. (laughs) I will say Emma's acting here seems a little bit unnatural, but I think that it also kind of makes sense where they're like, how do you know it's not going to work? And she's like, hmm. Well, see that thing there? It's an age line. Like It seems a little bit broken, but I feel like that's what a girl her age would do at the same time. You know what I mean? Can
1: we take a moment to appreciate Emma Watson's It's Not Going to
0: Work? Yes, that's yes, yeah. so That's cute. what I'm talking about.
1: You think that was her audition for Beauty and the Beast?
2: <laughs> her saying that?
1: That was her singing audition for Beauty and the Beast. It's not going to work.
2: Oops, that's all we need. We have auto-dubs, it's fine, or whatever.
0: And in the meantime, Fleur de la Cur is shaking in the corner, being like, I was supposed to be the French one in that movie. (laughs) Aw, Fleur. And Hermione's like, fuck you, I hate the French.
2: She's such a bitch about the French (laughs) people in this
0: book.
1: She hates the French so much, she did Beauty and the Beast with a British accent.
0: Yeah, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: so everyone puts their fucking name in um, I like when fighting. Cedric
2: comes in and everyone's like cheering for him it's so different in the movie because Ron is like oh hey Cedric yeah that's right and in the book he's like fuck Cedric
1: yeah the movie has yeah, so it's like hi hey,
0: hey, Cedric yeah I do like it a lot more in the movie I think from that point of view because I don't feel like he has any reason to hate no, Cedric. No, no one has a
2: reason to be mean to Cedric. He's yeah. great. So,
0: hey, one point for the movie. In that <laughs> case.
1: You has not even been in Twilight yet. Stop hating.
2: For real. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, good for you for doing Twilight. Because man kind of makes some monies.
1: I was reading an interesting fact today. There was some movie that Robert Pattinson did where apparently his character was supposed to be, like, jerking off but he was having a hard time faking jerking off and didn't feel like it was real enough, so he actually jerked off on camera.
2: No, good for him, I guess.
1: (laughs) It turned out this was before Twilight.
2: I mean, I hope it was good for him. Does anybody have anything else to say about the movie? I mean, yeah. I like how when he's announcing all the names how Fleur's paper is all like oh fancy yeah
1: it's fancy
2: fleur de la oh, it's like this little
0: fancy I'm French, <laughs> so i'm gonna use like the wrapper i found on a cupcake or something like
2: we are like 30 minutes into the movie and alan rickman hasn't had anything to do so they made sure to give him this like moment when the goblet shoots up harry's name just so we can He's in this movie because he doesn't do shit in this movie.
0: Yeah, he kind of like stares at it, like, what is going on? And they're like, oh,
2: give Albert something to do. Okay. Which no one's mad about because he's amazing, but (laughs) yeah, that was basically it.
0: Brian did it. Brian did the thing that Snape does immaculately.
2: I also really appreciate in that final moment. So when we watched that, I literally turned it off as soon as Dumbledore shouted Harry Potter. I appreciate as much as I don't No,
0: even before he shouted, he was like, well, no,
2: that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really appreciate as much as I don't love Michael Gambon in this scene, especially this part. I love how he looks at it and he says it to himself and it's this disbelief. I think that's really well done. And then no longer is it well done, but that part is nice.
1: I will say I'm I'm disappointed that I am not on the episode two minutes after this scene. (laughs) I could bitch about that moment.
0: And this is a moment that we have waited three and a half seasons to bitch about. (laughs) So dear listeners, get Get ready. Ready for points? Don't answer that. Don't answer that question. I'm going to give you my points. I have a lot of points for this episode. I got points. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure Tara has points too. Uh, Plus 20 to Dumbledore. I didn't really don't think I got this across as much in our discussion, but I really like his discourse with the twins when he finds out that they um cheated Dumbledore is also very integral in this scene, which we haven't seen a lot of him in this book necessarily. I like Dumbledore in this entire chapter, so plus 20 to him. Plus 10 to Hagrid because he got a big old boner for big old Maxine. And he is like, I'm going to get that lady. And I like the chat that he has with him. Plus 10 to our boy, Kuliyakov because he deserves that most wine. Fuck you, Igor Karkaroff. Negative 15, Igor Karkaroff because he did not give Poliakov that wine. That is rude and I don't like
2: it. That's very rude.
0: Plus 10 to Quen Angelina Johnson because she should have been the fourth champion. She's the fourth champion that we all deserve. Negative 20 to Barty Crouch Jr. because he put in Harry's name.
1: He's not in this scene.
0: No, not at all.
2: Mm-mm. But he is
0: the outcome of this scene, and I don't like it. It's
2: a bad day.
0: It's a bad day. Very. And nobody knows. Nobody knows why, but it's because of him. Plus 10 to Cedric Diggory for Dilliker and Victor Crumb, because they are, like, truly the three champions. I'm also going to take points away from Barty Crouch Sr. Negative 5 to him, because, ew, I don't like it. Plus five. fine. So that was a lot of points, and I kind of went out of order. I went to positive and negative. So to recap, plus 20 to Dumbledore, plus 10 to Hagrid. Polly Angelina Johnson, Cedric Diggory, Fleur Delacour, Victor Crumb, negative five, Barty Crouch Sr., negative 15, Igor Karkaroff, negative 20, Barty Crouch Jr.
2: Boo! yeah. Oh, we did it. Oh,
0: oh, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. (laughs) What are we reading next? What's the name of the next chapter? The Four Champions.
2: Ooh. Chapter 17.
0: I bet this is when Dumbledore has a
2: tantrum. No, he says it calmly.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot. We all forgot. Gee, I wonder why. Michael Gambon forgot. Oh, Michael Gambon forgot and was not well directed. No, sir. No, ma'am. Thank
2: you, Brian O. Jackson. Uh, thank you for being on the episode.
1: Thank you, guys. This was wonderful. This
2: was great. Yeah. It would have been better if we could have hugged you
1: i know yes
2: looking forward to a time when we can do that
1: but i'm glad that this was an option and it wasn't just like oh well i guess we'll have to cancel and i'll we'll be on the show another time
0: yeah That's honestly well i have faith that we will be able to hang out again very very soon fingers crossed yes what is that sound do you hear that sound it sounded like the house settling that was steve getting in the fridge am i drunk or am i high because that's something that happens when i He was getting creamer for his coffee. <laughs> when I'm high, I feel the house making noises, guys. And I did not have any weed today, so... He's drinking
2: out of his Puffs cup. He has a Puffs mug. you are talking about Steve. Still talking I... about Steve.
1: Adam, I have a question. I got two emails. Like, I got the emails that you sent, finally. The first one, the subject line is, Brian, you've been invited to record. The second one says, Wayne Brady, you have been invited to record on Zencaster.
0: That's right, you're Wayne Brady. Guess what? We've all been on The Masked Singer. (laughs) You're the taco. I'm the serpent. You're the fox. Winner of season winner of season two. It's because you played Wayne and Puffs.
1: Oh, okay, I got it now.
0: Because remember the last time we recorded, what did I call you, Gary? Yep. Gary. I was thinking of Gary but I couldn't remember Gary so I chose Wayne Brady instead. Thank you to our sponsor of this episode Zencaster for fucking up and not sending those links on time.
2: Hooray. Thanks Zencaster. Zencaster actually sponsor us. Even though we just insulted you. Yes.
0: Or somebody else sponsor us. We'd like money.
2: Yep. Any final thoughts anybody? It was awesome to have you Brian. Give us a
0: little Alexa-ism to like send us out. Oh my God, can you do all of a little bit of Lexus and that'll like fade into the outro? Okay.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm a Lamborghini. I'm a Hollywood star. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. I'm expensive sushi. I'm a cute, cute yacht. I'm a little bit single. Even when I'm not. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit of la 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 la. la A little
0: bit of Lexus.
1: La 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 la. A little bit of Lexus. La 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 la. A little bit of Lexus. Hide your diamonds, hide your X's. I'm a little bit of Lexus.
0: Six Snitches is recorded and produced by Adam Bowers and Tara Corkery. Edited by me, Adam Bowers, and published by me, Tara
2: Corkery, and available wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Thank you for listening. Please review and rate us five stars on your Apple Choice, and be sure to share us to all of your other friends who love Harry
2: Potter and getting drunk. Oh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Sometimes I update that. Basic Snitches on Instagram. Also, a Facebook page. And email us anything you want to, or specifically answers to our questions on our segments. Basic Snitches at gmail.com. But
0: don't send us dick pics, please. That's nasty.
2: But do send us liquor. Thanks. Yeah. more! Oh, now people can get into your house. They're their toe. But they don't matter because now you're water goblin. Bye. Bye.